Hi, welcome to the Get to Yes podcast. This special series focuses on a topic that's affecting every business in our industry right now, COVID profitability. This new series is designed to help hair, beauty and aesthetic business owners survive by building a profit-based COVID recovery plan. Neil Osborne from The Sales Catalyst is our host. He teaches, coaches, consults and speaks on business subjects that help hair, beauty and aesthetic businesses how to become commercially clever. Throughout this special series, Neil talks with a variety of industry experts who share business tips to help you navigate your way out of COVID and beyond. His goal is to help build the financial strength of our industry. He'll be discussing in simple industry language important elements in a profit-based COVID recovery plan. We'll cover ways to manage the big costs in your business and make a profit, where your cash flow and profit is and how to keep some of it in your pocket, what your figures mean and how to influence them, how to benchmark your business figures against industry averages, and how to communicate and negotiate with your landlord. Hope you enjoy it. Hi there. Welcome back. Lovely to have you on our podcast series and hope you're enjoying this. We're really starting to get into some really good stuff about numbers. Yeah, those are right, the figures. And I'm talking about not the figures that visit your clinic. I'm talking about the figures that we put in the bank because that's where the profit lies. And that's where we want to dive in and talk more about. And yet again, I'm super stoked because I've got a really, really powerful lady with us today and her name's Laura. Hi, Laura. Welcome. Hello. Lovely to have you on board. Let me just introduce you to Laura, if I may, please, because Laura's what we call a profit-first professional. Very, very skilled lady indeed. And uh, Laura Alcalassi is a certified profit professional. Uh, Laura's passion is enabling business owners to build sustainable businesses through learning how to generate profit, structuring systems for financial success, and earning the income that you truly deserve. Exploring and implementing Profit First in her own business, as well as for clients, Laura has seen tremendous growth, improved management, and definitely inspirational innovation. It's because of this that Laura wants to see the Profit First movement expand into Australia. As a result, today, Laura is the CEO of Profit First Professionals Australia. Wow. Welcome, Laura. Thank you. You must have a wealth of experience in talking to small business owners. Thanks so much for having me. I love speaking to people about profit numbers and I can't wait to dive in. Wow. That's uh, for some of my clients, it's probably the last subject they think about. And it's normally when they're driving home or when they get home or unfortunately, sometimes when they're struggling to get to sleep. Why? Because we're just so busy in our business. We don't really have that comfort around our numbers. By way of just a bit of background, what's happening in our industry at the moment, Laura, we've got a real mix. Some aesthetic salons are are really powering with hair removal and resurfacing and um, skin rejuvenation treatments, let alone the surge of injectables at the moment is absolutely huge. And also a lot of businesses that have been closed since they've reopened, have just had this permanent surge, almost like Christmas weeks. And I know Victoria is getting some hairdressing open this week. And so just yes. to put a time reference to our recording. And I think in another couple of weeks, the beauty salons are about to open as well. And I can only imagine, well, I actually know what it's like for them. It's going to be like Christmas from now to Christmas. And they're going to be absolutely exhausted. The demand is high. But in saying that, I think a lot of businesses are also in this very false environment where there's a lot of cash coming in. There's a lot of money moving around. Not of it, all of it is theirs. We've got JobKeeper, we've got all these government subsidies. And we, I think now, out of any time in business, is the most important time to really know your numbers. 
and manage your expenses. Is that what Profit First is about, Laura, in that regard? I couldn't agree more in terms of having to take the time now and really leveraging what is coming into the bank accounts, the Mm. cash from the government, and I guess the surplus that will continue to happen for a period of time. Profit First definitely reviews expenses. It's not the only thing when it comes to Profit First, but it's a very important element of Profit First. I suppose for many business owners, the only time they really get to have the conversation about expenses is in two particular places. One, with their accountant or bookkeeper, and the other is normally their partner. (laughs) You've got to stop spending. You've got to stop spending. Don't buy any more retail stock. All of these types of references come about, and it can be very pressurised and very restricting for a business owner when all people are doing is telling them not to spend. Yet on the other hand, we get people telling us that we need to invest, you know, spend money to make money. Where's this balance? Where does this balance arrive? How does Profit First help people get the balance in this space? Profit First will bring the clarity. And what I mean by that is if you know exactly what's happening with the cash, the cash movement in and out, then you can make really good decisions. So if a person says to you, you need to spend money to make money, you can have a look at your bank accounts and go, yes, I can actually do that. And I know what I want to be able to achieve by investing in this. Or on the other hand, when someone else may say to you, stop spending, stop spending, you go, well, actually, looking at my bank accounts, I'm able to do X, Y, Z. The confidence that comes with that, and I know within my own business, the confidence and, and let's be frank, the comfort, you know, the mental comfort that comes with knowing that you can make those decisions is truly, truly rewarding. And while a lot of us see numbers as just almost blurry, I think it's really powerful to try to find a simple way to understand your numbers. Does that help you normally manage expenses better when you just have that more clarity around it? Absolutely. If you don't have the clarity, no matter how much time you spend analysing whatever's Mm. happening in the business, you're not going to get very far. It's going to create more stress. It's going to ignite that fear response that comes from making decisions because you're not quite sure whether or not it is a good decision to make in your business. Mm. And, you know, the using profit first lets you really segregate those expenses by having an expense account that the percentage comes from your income that gets allocated to that account so that you can then go, okay, let me analyze just this. There's not that overwhelm. You can clearly see what is happening in that bank account because the only thing going into that is a percentage of income and what's going out of that is only expenses rather than everything happening in the one bank account. Yeah, because a lot of us really struggle with trying to remember, oh, hang on, there's a leasing payment coming out, whoops, or, you know, these little hidden costs that hit us either once a year or sometimes once a month and or even once a quarter. I remember in my very early days of being a business coach, I went into a particular client and uh, our first appointment and she said, right, I've got to talk to you, I've got a problem. I said, oh, really, what's that? She said, uh, well, I owe the tax department $30,000 and I owe GHD, flattening irons, $30,000. Oh, lovely. It looks lovely, Laura. Um, But yeah, I I owe the tax department $30,000. I owe GHD $30,000. Who should I pay first? I mean, you know, when we're dealing with big numbers, I mean, they're big numbers for a salon owner, for some businesses. But this is the dilemma that can happen, I suppose, when you don't manage your expenses and things like that. And I think the main key that I really want to try to explore today is how can we make the complex simple? How can we 
demystify this because a lot of people don't look at their numbers because it's just, they're either not numbers people, they're people people because that's why mm-hmm. they're in the business. But at the same time, they just get overwhelmed by it. Is What's the most simplistic way for people to control some of their expenses in these areas and feel, more importantly, experience the shift that they are in control? Firstly, I'll say that it's a really valid question. Do I pay the tax office $30,000 or do I pay GHT $30,000? Because there isn't that clarity there. And both are as equally important to continuing to run a business. Mm. And so with Profit First, what that actually does is you can set up different accounts for different purposes. And one of the biggest, I guess, recommendations that I make to business owners, especially that have a lot of variable expenses. And what I mean by a variable expense is either, as you mentioned, Neil, the annual expense that comes out once a year that you forget's even happening until that big chunk of money comes out, or, you know, you need to invest in something such as marketing and advertising, which, you know, isn't always a set cost that happens every single month, but could be a real sort of influx that you have to find to go out and spend. Mm. And so instead of, looking at the dollar figures, you have a percentage. And I actually recommend having a variable expense account if this is the challenge that you're really facing. And what I mean by that is looking at over the year, what's happened with your variable expenses? What are those variable expenses? Are you consistently spending money on marketing and advertising? Is it contractors? Is it the product? A lot of the time within this industry in particular, there's a surplus of product that gets purchased Mm -hmm. because there is that money in the bank. And so you're like, okay, I'm going to make this decision, have it, and then it sits for a period of time. So it may not be the best decision. If you have a variable expense account, which is a percentage of your income, then you know at any given moment how much money you have to spend on that thing, whether it is product or marketing. And so having that clarity and having that purpose behind where you're putting your money is going to alleviate so much stress and you will only buy the things that are absolutely necessary. Wow, that would make such a difference. Some sectors of our industry historically are well known for 60, 90 days. And when you talk to product companies, that's probably getting better now than what it ever has been. But in the past, that was always the real struggle that people used to buy a deal of product and then struggle to pay it. So, you know, I think this management of that cash flow is so important because the last thing anybody wants to experience is being harassed by accounts departments ringing you up wanting money. It's awful. I mean, oh, it just adds to the stress of the business. And I think the, the big message that I'm starting to get out of our conversations, Laura, is the better you manage your numbers, the less stress you have. Yes, for sure. Without a doubt. So anyone who's uh, on listening to this podcast and you feel that you are getting super stressed from time to time, one step that you can take to improve your mental health and one step that you can take to improve the way you think about your business is to develop a really simple, easy system to follow and just take a step and get in control of your numbers. I'm not talking about accountant's language. I'm not talking about bookkeeper language. No, 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 no. Let's look. Let's just get away from that. What we want to do is we just want to show you a really simple, easy way for you to manage your dollars to reduce your stress. And then once you've reduced your stress, you'll make better business decisions and you'll get through next year. Absolutely. And probably yeah. earn more money. That's the, the extra bonus. But look, to be really frank with you, we have quite a lot of people in our industry that don't come into the business for money. They come into the business to 
produce, to provide, to change people's lives. With some of the things that we can do today in the hair, beauty, body, and the aesthetic industry, we can truly change people's lives. But what you know and what I know is that unless you're profitable, it's a very short journey. Absolutely. And it's soul-destroying going home knowing that your staff are getting more than you. It's awful. And it shouldn't happen. No, it shouldn't. You're right. And it's definitely not the definition of business. That's what we call a charity and (laughs) charities don't survive. So let's talk about this mindset a little bit. Let's talk about how we can help people be in a better place because it's these triggers of discomfort that starts off this perpetual journey of further discomfort. So let's bring it right back and try to nip this thing in the bud. Yeah. So what sort of experiences have you had, Laura, when you see and experience your clients take this shift and move to the very simplistic system of profit first? I've seen huge shifts. And what it comes back to is Parkinson's law. And if I can for a minute, I'd love to just explore what that is. Yeah, please. Parkinson's law is not about just spending money. It is about finding the efficiencies. It's about knowing how much money you have to be able to spend on that thing that you need to do in your business. A lot of people come to me and it's about that lack mindset. I'm not earning enough money, so I can't pay myself. Parkinson's law, if you work with it from the human behavior perspective, you can still do the same things with less money. And Profit First is an overlay that allows for that. I think the key here is that there are lots of behavioral patterns out there. And all we need to do is to help people make their figures part of that behavioral pattern yeah yes and parkinson's law is such a valuable lesson for people to learn and i think lots of people that are listening to this will connect with that and that is that they spend what's in the bank account it's true it's a human behavior why fight against it yeah work out a way to work with it correct yeah yeah I'm really excited by this opportunity that you're bringing, uh, well, not only bringing, but have brung to Australia. I mean, you're obviously the CEO and and head up the very important uh, position of developing profit first in Australia. I was actually talking with Katie recently about the tradies side, and it was amazing how much overlay there was between the tradies and also our industry, Laura. Absolutely. There's so many similarities. Yeah. And I have to say, I'm really honored to have you on board. Your wealth of knowledge and clarity and simplicity in the way that you communicate has been super beneficial. And I know there's lots and lots of people on our podcast today that are really going to benefit from your initiative and your skill and your intellect and the way that you make the complex simple. And I think someone once said to me, that's the definition of intelligence, isn't it? To make the complex simple. Well, thank you. I guess my mission is I want all businesses to thrive, get out of the survival and into the thriving aspects because we can do it and let's do it in a simplistic way. So thank you for having me. No, look, it's an absolute pleasure to the point where um, I'm also now have decided to work down the profit first professional road. I'm partway through my certification. It's not an easy pathway, but the thing I love about it is that it actually is revisiting for me a lot of the really important business principles that I've learned over the 30 odd years of having my own business, but at the same time, bringing it into a easy to understand and very step-by-step and simple method that anyone can follow. And I know the benefits that it's brought into my business has been amazing. I experienced my first profit distribution And look, I'm not that used to talking about it. And I even struggle when I use the words, how's that? Versus the language that I use every day. But I have to tell you, it was a delight to be able to pull some money out and take my wife out for dinner and have a small celebration that the business is generating 
a noticeable and clearly identifiable profit. So it's really awesome. So if you want to jump in and be part of that emotional journey, part of the simplicity that we're talking about, I'd really love to help you. And I want you to take a very simple step. And the step is to drop me an email or a message or wherever you're watching or listening to this podcast, just drop me a note and just put the word profit in it. And when my team see that, we're going to send out to you free with our compliments, a very simple instant profit assessment tool, which will allow you to get to see how your business is stacking up. And more importantly, what potentially it could be earning. I think you're going to find that exercise unbelievably refreshing. Thanks, Laura. Been an absolute delight to have you on board. Look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of the special COVID profitability series of the Get to Yes podcast. If you like what you've heard, please share it with other people who also want a more profitable business. Until our next episode, you can visit Neil at thesalescatalyst.com.au.